Manna or Meatloaf, Episode 14, Shine. Hello, hello. I hope you're all having an amazing day. So I bought this wall hanging at Hobby Lobby a few years ago, and it says, Summon the Will to Shine. Oh, I absolutely love that sign. It's like a canvas. And at the time, I felt like the message just reached right off the wall and grabbed me. And it still shouts out to me every single time I look at it. It's so cute. It's got gold swirlies and this cute metallic lettering. It's very bold and eye-catching. Well, years ago when I bought it, I was taking this college writing course. And we had an assignment to find some kind of a public forum to practice our writing techniques and have them open for public feedback. So I started a blog, right? (laughs) Well, a blog is a public forum only when it is published, which I was struggling desperately with the thought of. The idea of sharing something so me literally scared me to death. And as I wrestled with my fear then, this wall hanging above me seemed to lift my chin to it and stare down at me like a scolding parent. It was so funny. I distinctly remember looking at it and almost hearing in my mind the words, be brave, Don't let your insecurities stand in the way of your greatness. Oh my gosh, that concept, although very true, is so much easier in theory, isn't it? Well, even though my short-lived attempt at blogging never amounted to greatness, this inexpensive little phrase was definitely calling me out. So I mustered my nerve and felt a surge of courage as I hesitantly pushed the publish button on my computer. And boom, my little teeny tiny blog was born out in the world for all to see. And I was instantly nauseous. (laughs) I have never felt so exposed and uncertain about anything in my life, at that time at least. What if people didn't like it, thought it was dumb or not worth the time? I remember these thoughts coursing through my brain. Again, the words from that sign, summon the will to shine, demanded that I just sit there in my state of utter discomfort and just be. I remember forcing myself to take deep, long breaths And then I started studying the fear of success on my computer. My studies lasted most of that night while insomnia held me completely hostage. Okay, wow, there's a concept, right? Do we sometimes fear being successful? You may initially think like I did, no, hello, we all want to be successful in our different endeavors, right? But while I was reading the study on the fear of success, it led me to case after case of those who really genuinely feared success. However, I found myself identifying more with the fear of taking the risks that would ensure my success. Taking risks is scary. Taking risks involves incredible faith, courage, and the strength to overcome fear, doesn't it? Well, that little blog and my fear concerning it lasted just as long as my assignment did. And overall, I feel like I've gotten a lot better about putting myself out there. Hello, I started a podcast. Even scarier. And as long as I feel like my Father in Heaven wants me to do this, I'll keep going. So I guess I'm just going to have to work on my brave, right? One of my dad's self-help books taught me as a teenager that the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Hmm. If you can talk yourself into believing that there's some truth in that little gem, it kind of seems to neutralize fear's grip a bit, don't you think? 
I think that summoning the will to shine definitely means having courage to take those risks that would ensure your success, whatever that looks like. But maybe even more importantly, could it mean to have the courage to stand out and be great and shine for all the world to see? Could it mean to be determined at all costs to let your inner light shine and have the courage to be a light in a very dark world? We're all familiar with the scripture in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, quote, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven, end quote. I don't know about you, but sometimes, and I hate to admit this, but I forget that I'm the one at the switch. And sometimes that's just as scary. So then how do you shine in that regard? Well, one of my all-time favorite general conference addresses was by President Nelson, and it's called A Plea to My Sisters. Read it. I'm telling you, it's amazing. In it, he shares that President Spencer W. Kimball in 1979 made the following prophecy about the impact that covenant-keeping women would have on the future of the Lord's Church. He prophesied, quote, Much of the major growth that is coming to the church in the last days will come because many of the good women of the world will be drawn to the church in large numbers. This will happen to the degree that the women of the church reflect righteousness and articulateness in their lives and to the degree that the women of the church are seen as distinct and different in happy ways from the women of the world, end quote. Now, my very favorite part of this is close to the end, and I had it memorized at one time. I actually encourage you to do the same. It's very powerful. President Nelson says, quote, So today I plead with my sisters of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to step forward. Take your rightful and needful place in your home, in your community, and in the kingdom of God more than you ever have before. I plead with you to fulfill President Kimball's prophecy, and I promise you in the name of Jesus Christ that as you do so, the Holy Ghost will magnify your influence in an unprecedented way, exclamation point, end quote. That is the perfect definition of shining, isn't it? As I read and reread that talk and specifically that last paragraph, which I strongly encourage you to do, I think about stepping forward, being magnetic in the righteous influence you have, and the Lord will bless our efforts to light the way for others. Oh, I love that so, so much. That can still be difficult though, can't it? To stand apart and stand alone. That's a will we sometimes really have to summon. My favorite Pinterest quote concerning the matter reads, When God pushes you to the edge of difficulty, trust Him fully, because two things can happen. Either He'll catch you when you fall, or He'll teach you how to fly. So by now, you surely know that I believe our loving Father in Heaven has blessed us with the inherent gifts we need to become the people we were destined to be. I also think that despite that knowledge, we sometimes settle for mediocrity because it's more comfortable than the growing pains that accompany change. I love the saying that there's no growth in the comfort zone and no comfort in the growth zone. Sometimes accepting that divine destiny means having the courage to break the mold, regardless of what others may think, and just start shining. And now, let's be honest, sometimes I don't feel shiny (laughs) at all. Right now, for example, 
I had to get up at 6 a.m. to record this episode, and I had a doozy of a headache. I'm wishing my day wasn't absolutely packed to the minute so that we could get away for a weekend fishing trip with family that I haven't even started packing for. Yeah, sometimes there's a very, very faint glow that tries to glimmer but doesn't quite make it to the surface, and sometimes my light just looks and feels completely dull. (laughs) I have these cute candles that I use at Christmas time and they have a remote control so that I can turn them on and off from the other room. On days like today, don't you kind of wish that Heavenly Father could just press the button for us and turn on our shine when it's really hard for us to summon that will? I hate it when I already know the answer and I'm guessing you do too because he can. That's what the enabling power of the atonement of Jesus Christ can do for us. When we're not feeling so hot, don't feel our shine, and sometimes maybe even don't want to, when we repent of our shortcomings and weaknesses and ask for God's help, we can feel it again. I'm going to go read my scriptures (laughs) right now as soon as I'm done with this episode and study my Come Follow Me on my drive to work. And guess what? I know my light will progressively get brighter And then, by the time I sing a few hymns, ha ha, (laughs) or just do whatever it takes to be one with my Savior, it will be summoned out of me, that light that lives inside of me. You see, when I allow the light of Christ to shine through me, there's a light that really shines. So that thought leads me to think of those in my life that are perfect examples of that kind of shine, the kind of shine I want to exude. So I want you to think for a second about someone in your life who shines. Visualize their eyes, their smile, their entire countenance. What are they doing that makes them shine? If you've ever seen a mother or grandmother gaze adoringly upon their newborn child, that's a shine. If you've ever seen a mom or dad catch the first glance of their returned missionary child running down the hall or down the escalator of the airport after several years, that's a shine. If you've ever seen through the eyes of pure, unfiltered, unadulterated love, those eyes are shining. And if you've ever seen or heard pure testimony in speech or action, you will see, hear, or feel through the Spirit an unmistaken shine resonating from that person. The face of gratitude shines. The face of forgiveness and service shine. The glow of hope and promise and optimism and faith. All these things foster a shine that can surely light a heart, a room, a community, or a nation. So summon the will, dig in your heels, square your shoulders, and shine! And while we're all trying to remember to keep that very important, you can join me in a little round of the song I just taught my granddaughters, Lainey and Avery. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Yes, I'm really singing. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Woo! (laughs) Have a great day.